everyone. Welcome to the Southern Gentleman's Podcast. I am Torthel Robinson, and that there is my boy. You know who it is, the notorious sellout event award-winning Sir El Rico. Yeah, I, I met him as El Rico. Um, I didn't like all those adjectives, you know, we didn't get to that part yet, you know. But that's my boy though. You my boy though. That's right. That's right. For life, baby. Hey. All right. So, look, we had a crazy, crazy sports weekend. All right? Yes. Let's get straight to it. Oh, yeah. The NFL, the king of sports, okay? Yes. What What are your thoughts, bro? What are your thoughts? Man, let's just say I was blown away um, and impressed by the, the way that the NFL handled this weekend, putting on they always do an amazing job with their playoff games. I think they do it better than anybody else when it comes to the intrigue and setting up the whole playoffs to get you ready for it because it's such a condensed season anyway, unlike the NBA. But um, I really enjoyed it, man. Amazing weekend of football. We saw some of the greats go out, and we saw some greats get anointed. So let's talk about it. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like like the first game, right? So, you know, I live, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in Las Vegas. My buddy there, he's in Pensacola. You guys got sports betting out there? No, they, they won't let it come to all uh, the Bible Belt. But, uh, you know, we can always send our money out there to you. Boo, I know that. Well, you can't say that, but, you know, like, I understand <laughs> what you, you know what I'm saying? I already yeah. know. But, um, yeah. you know, like, like the but this whole year has kind of been an anomaly when it comes to, like, sports and stuff like that. Like, the teams mm-hmm. that, there hasn't been, like, a really, really just superior team. You know, like, there's, there's always... You know, Arizona always does it. They'll start off fast and then midseason they get the Yeah. They get they yeah. they 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 get the PPs whacked. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's PC for, you know, I'm not gonna drop the word, but we already know. Uh <laughs> I, I do curse, by the way. My buddy over there, he does it. And so I don't. So I'm the cursor. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, we're gonna drop some bombs here. Well, I am, you know. <laughs> but um well, I was shocked by Cincinnati, yo. I was really shocked by Cincinnati. Ooh, man, you talking about yeah, shocked is, is is a word. You guys are being easy with that word because who <laughs> saw Cincinnati coming? Oh yeah, who saw them no, coming? Yeah. No, nobody, nobody. I mean, personally, I'm not even a Joe Burrow fan, but what he's doing right now, man, you got to get that man his props. Get that I man his props. Listen, first of all, you already know what what I'm going to say. He is a SEC player. SEC yeah. players know how to play in big in big boy ball. They know how to play big boy ball, right? That's true. Like That's true. Tim Tebow. I mean, he he, he in college, wow. yes. And, and he had a playoff game. You know what I mean? Thank you. He had Thank a playoff game. He had a playoff <laughs> game. Um, but it's when it comes to like these these big games, they don't get fried. Like they don't get like starstruck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can yeah. see like little deer in the headlight with certain players, but Joe Burrow got put on the ground nine times, fam. Nine times, bro. Tennessee was coming after him. They put him on the yeah. ground nine times, and he still was out there putting the ball up in the air. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that boy. Yeah. That, that boy good. He good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Good. Oh yeah. To me, I'm always I've been a proponent of saying that it depends on the system because there's no such thing to me as like terrible quarterbacks. I think some quarterbacks fall in the right system that fits them. Yeah, and they just happened to fall into the lap of something where the line is at the right time in place. The, you know, the draft picks have been stockpiled over the year. And Cincinnati sucked for a while. So you know that offensive line. Wild is like, stress, buddy, bro. Wild is <laughs> yeah. stress. Yeah. 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 So he fell in the right situation at the right time. So, um, yeah, yeah. Joe Burrow, man, SEC, as you said, SEC always putting out elite players, man. And, you know, it's, um, it's just amazing to see the run that they're on right now. And I hope it continues. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, listen, when it comes to the NFL, it's almost like, like they said, that Buffalo Bill game, we'll go, you know, like we'll start with the first and then we'll, 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 we'll do the, the last one and then we'll get to the other two games in between. Um, okay. But the, the Bills and the Chiefs, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like somebody said that that was a movie. That was like the, like a movie. If you look at how, like, like, bro, think about this. They had 13 seconds left. Okay. Yes. And they drove the ball down the field, kicked the field goal, kicked it into overtime, got the got the the, the coin flip, 
and won the ball game. If that's not Kansas City Chiefs, like it, it, the stars are aligning, all right? And I got a prediction for you, all right? After okay. we get to the other two games, I got a prediction for you. But it's a crazy analogy, okay? Okay. But you're just going to have to follow me. But um, it's just not Buffalo Bills' turn just yet, okay? We we already seen what y'all did in, in the 90s, okay? All right? We already seen what y'all did, uh, 90, 91, 92, 93. I mean, and you lost to all the NFC East teams, you know? Ironically, Washington, Giants, them Cowboys twice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Cincinnati's facing the dog next weekend. Um, and I think that's the, the, the thing about Cincinnati is, and this is what I said before the game yesterday, I said, like, you think about, like, teams actually get up to play Kansas City. Like, they see them as a champion. They see them as an elite team. So uh, uh, the the dog on the bottom is going to get up to play the Kansas City Chiefs. You're going to get, as a Kansas City Chief, as a Patriot, uh, Tom Brady, Tom Brady now, Mm -hmm. you're always going to get the team that's going to get up to play them. You feel me? Like, they're always going to have people want to play, get up to play them. They're the Chiefs. They won a championship. Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, they're balling, right? Um, Mm -hmm. But... It's dangerous when the Chiefs get up to play you. Because when once they get up to play you, it's a different ball game. You're going to have to play yes. catch up. And I felt like that whole game, Kansas City had a control. They had, a, they had the, that game in control. You know what I mean? Now, Josh Allen did some Josh Allen type things. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh, Tyron Matthew getting knocked out, kind of exposed that secondary a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The damn Cincinnati Bengals better hope the same shit happens to them uh, when they play the, the the Chiefs because if Tyron Matthew is not out there, you can you, it's going to be a long football game for that secondary because Joe Burrow knows how to just drop that thing in. But he got he got uh, T Higgins the uh, with Jamar Chase Green. He's a monster yeah Jamar Chase yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean like he has some weapons I mean. The yeah. defensive line, I mean, that offensive line for Cincinnati is a little, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I would say this. I'll say this right here, though, man. You know, if that number 13, they play for Buffalo. Mm. Davis, the one that set Gabriel the record Davis. four touchdowns yesterday. Yeah. Man, can we just talk about that move he put on that quarterback? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. He put, oh, he, he did the, he went, he went down with it, brother. He did the shuffle. He did the oh, cha cha slide. He went he hey, went low. <laughs> hey, if Shaq, hey, if Shaq watches this podcast at any time, you decided to put that ball on Shaq in the pool for that move. <laughs> Fall it down like that. That was a Shaq in the pool moment right there. Oh yeah. He wow, bro. Wow. He, he like floated <laughs> off like a ghost, bro. <laughs> but hey, he had a monster game. And I played fantasy monster football. Game. I played fantasy yeah. football, bro. I, yeah. This is my first year doing it. Um uh, mm-hmm. You're going to do it with me next year, okay? Yes, I'm in it. I'm in it. We're doing it. We're doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to get Chris Crane, you know? Oh, yeah. We got to get, get all the dogs in there. Shout out to my boy Chris, by the way. We're going to get our little group together, you know, fantasy yeah. football. You know, Chris is a little aggressive, you know? Chris want to Chris wanna fight. <laughs> Chris, Chris is a Niner fan. He wants to fight still, you know? I mean, he's going to take, take Jimmy Garoppolo first. So, I mean, I ain't really worried. <laughs> Hey, listen, listen, hey. Uh, now let's get to that game. Uh, were you stunned by the Packers? And uh, were you stunned? Did the, the, the San Francisco 49ers, like, you know? Honestly, um, just speaking from a, a true person that, that watches the game, not just from a uh, physical standpoint of seeing the plays, but mentally understanding what goes on behind the scenes, because they know. We all know football isn't just played on the field. It's played off the field, too. Aaron Rodgers came into this season letting you know that he wasn't he wasn't really all the way in anyway. Mm. He wasn't. You can see yeah. his body language at the press conference. It didn't affect him, this loss. Mm-mm. It didn't affect him. He was just like, okay, yeah. I mean, he, he was Aaron Rodgers no matter what. Yeah. He didn't have that, that drive that we've seen, you know, Aaron have from past, yeah, yeah, we didn't see that. We didn't see that. You know, there's no way you can say that you've got 
Devontae, um, was it Starworth? Devontae, what's his name? Devontae. Oh, um, Devontae Adams. But Devontae you're old Adams. With the Star Wars, bro. Yeah, I said Star Wars. Sorry, you know. But anyway, but you got Devontae on your squad, and to not get him the ball, mm. and you're Aaron freaking Rodgers mm. when it counted. I think that was a little sign. You, I mean, Aaron Rodgers was fed up with your with the manage, with the management anyway. So I think it was just. I'm not surprised how that game went. I kind of saw it coming. Either it was going to be this round or next round. Green Bay was going home. They weren't going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, listen, I've, I've, like this season I, I was playing fantasy football, which I cannot believe being a, a football fan like I am, I cannot believe it took me till 2021 to get involved with fantasy football. It, I'm obsessed with that shit. I love it. I love it. I love it too. Don't get me wrong. Like when I was in Iraq, we played a lot while we, when I was in the military. And it just, it's just like you said, once we get Crane and you and a couple guys together that we can play, that makes it even better. Oh yeah. You know, no so doubt. yeah, I'm excited to see what next year gonna bring. Oh yeah, no doubt. And I'm not I'm not even gonna tell you who my number one pick is because I already know somebody's yeah. gonna yeah. Dad Prescott, I, we know. But go ahead. Boo, 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 boo. No. Trash. We don't listen. The, that team is not even in the playoffs past this from the for the last 27 years. When you talk about playoffs, playoffs, that has not been the Cowboys in January. Okay. So let me just, tell you, the, let me tell you what happens to the Cowboys every year in January. Oh, come on, man. Like what? No, nah, fam. Nope. I'm gonna tell you what. They get snapped. They get snapped every year. They get snapped every year. Listen. We get Jerry Jones every single year. Shout out oh, Johnson, one of the best coaches ever. Okay, ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I get it. We ain't talking. We ain't yeah, talking yeah, we about gonna this. Get we gonna let's, let's keep it to who actually playing. <laughs> well, oh yeah. On my fantasy this year, I had Debo Samuel's, and I had um, I had Debo Samuel's and George Kittle. Okay, so I had to and I had to pick up Jimmy G. Because Lamar Jackson kind of messed me up on, on my fantasy this year. Uh, yeah. But, but uh, yeah, but but watching Debo Samuels, like, I kind of expected the Cowboys to get their face knocked in by the 49ers. They were my, like, you think about it, every year, like I said, you got a couple of teams who are like the, the top tier teams who had the, you know, like the bye weeks, the best team or whatever, right? This year it was Tennessee Titans and the Green Bay Pack, uh, Packers, right? Every year we have those those players, those those teams or whatever, right? And there's always, always one to two dogs in each conference that you you have to watch out for. Mm-hmm. The NFC is a little soft, okay? Like, like, like I mean, it, it, take away the uh, the NFC West, the NFC is soft. All right, take away. Take away the, the Saints defense, uh, Tom Brady down there in Tampa Bay. You really yeah. just take a really look at the, the the landscape of the NFC. Yeah, that's the that's the weaker conference and the team that the, the team with that played the best. The, the whatever team was going to be in the wild card, except for the the, the Philadelphia Eagles, um, they were going to be the dog. And I said, whoever won between the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys they would end up in the NFC championship game. Um, so if the Cowboys had won, they would have they would have played the Buccaneers, and I believe that the Cowboys would have probably gotten them. You know what I mean? They would have gotten That's them. a big problem. That's a big problem, but, I, you know, hey. It's the Cowboys. I know, like, they yeah. always – they ruin they, – they ruin Christmas, okay? They ruin – they. I mean, but it is what it is. But I'm saying, like, if the Cowboys – they would have matched up with that team. Now, granted – I'm not saying like they would have gotten up. Dallas would have gotten up to play them. Dallas mm-hmm. didn't get up to play San Francisco, and it came from the top down. You know what I mean? Like they 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 just thought because they were the favorite. It always happens. It always happens with the Cowboys. But anyway, mm-hmm. the, the 49ers, I've been watching them throughout the season. And I was like, this is the team nobody wants to see in the playoffs. And here we are. And they have wrecked shot on the Rams. Which we we'll get to that game. Uh, yeah, that's next. Uh, so mm-hmm. uh, Tom Brady and uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against 
the Rams, did that game shock you? No, no, not shocked at all. Uh, there's no way that you could be missing your right tackle um, who's been with you for God knows how long. Um, your offensive line was pretty much depleted. Um, your wide receiver core was depleted. Um, there was no way, no way Tom could overcome all that. And he's the greatest of all time. But you can't catch the ball, as Giselle would say. You can't catch the ball and throw it at the same time. So, to me, I was not shocked. A lot of people were shocked. I mean, don't get me wrong, I was very happy that there was a comeback made and it was, you know, a good game and everybody was like, yeah, let's go. But I knew in the end, you can't overcome Von Miller on one side, Aaron Donald on the other side, Jalen Ramsey. Every no level, every yeah. level. That it, and here's the thing. I am a big huge fan of Von Miller. Even when he played for the Broncos, you got three levels of, of studs. You got your, studs. you got Aaron Donald, who is probably the best football player in the game right now. All right. Yeah. You yeah. got Von Miller coming off the edge. Mm-hmm. You got Jalen Ramsey who can match up with any one of your star receivers. That yeah. spells trouble, but yeah. you can score on them. You can score on them. And Tom proved that you can. But when you just got so much stacked against you, there was no way he was. I mean, and he he almost Tom terrific it. He almost yeah. did it. He almost did he it. almost did it. But you cannot overcome that. Grunt. They doubled Grunt. Triple team Grunt. The whole game. Yeah. He had nobody to throw the ball to. Mm-mm. Nobody. And you had I mean, Antonio so, Brown trolling them. Oh, like, you know that's that's a whole another podcast. We ain't gonna get <laughs> on Antonio Brown. We can go a whole hour on him though. <laughs> Bro, I almost feel like he sabotaged them on purpose, man. Like you think so? It kind of felt like it. Like you think about it, like the way he exited. Like I ain't never seen nobody lead a field like that, bro. Like I ain't and never. And now you're want to go to Baltimore. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's gonna work for about seven games until it don't work. You know. Yeah. They gotta. But but the thing about the Ravens, they have a solid top to bottom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's almost going to like a Pittsburgh Steelers organization. If he were to go there and being that is Baltimore, I don't think that they are necessarily going to do that. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, Lamar Hollywood and him all worked out together in all season. They're all boys. They all cool. Yeah. Well, so I mean, quick sidebar real quick. Quick sidebar. I know we got to get back on topic. Yeah. AB, Hall of Famer, first ballot. Well, I mean, it's politics involved with that. It's, it's it's politics. He, he, hell no, no. Okay. Thank you. That's all you gotta say. <laughs> Thank you. That's it. There you but go. Drop one to eight. That's our first curse word on the uh, Southern Gentleman podcast. Thank oh you. no, I dropped first a couple of them. I just slid a couple of them. I'm so <laughs> slick with it. I didn't slid a couple of them in there. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I curse just so you know. <laughs> all right, just let you know. I, don't, you don't do it. Don't do it. I curse. Okay. All right. Um, but but no, I mean. Statistically, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Like you can't take that away from him. But I mean, he, I mean, he got a Super Bowl. He got the stats. Like it's all politics. It, it, it will not happen. And again, like if I was on the voting committee, hell no, no, he, no, <laughs> no, no. So, so he, he pissed you off, and you just, you just a guy watching from home. You wasn't even on the field, Tampa Bay Philly. You pissed off. I mean, man, listen. I, I would be pissed off. Like, you think about it, like, yeah, like, okay. Like, you can't, like, I don't know the dynamics of B.A. and A.B. We don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, B.A. comes off as a get-off-my-lawn kind of guy, you know, and he's kind of loud with it. And A.B. is kind of fragile, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. It is what it is, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. um, but yes, do I think he's a, a Hall of Famer, uh, yeah, I think he, I think he has the numbers, but he's not a first ballot. Um, so, mm-hmm. I mean, I, we can do this Hall of Fame. I got about <laughs> four or five of them. Matter of fact, we'll make that, we'll say that for later topics. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get back on court. Get back on track. Back yeah, on no track. doubt. <laughs> um, so, uh, predictions. What do you got? Who you got this weekend? This weekend, man. Um. I'm definitely, I'm definitely rolling with the Rams. I'm rolling with the Rams all the way to basically go back home in SoFi Stadium 
and um, definitely represent the NFC. So I'm definitely roll with the Rams on that side of the tree. And I'm sure I'll let you do your NFC prediction before I jump over to the AFC. Um, and I got the Rams by 13. Oh, okay. Damn, let me write that down. Yeah, Rams by 13. Rams by Vegas, 13. Vegas, if you're listening to this, go ahead and put that on. Nah, it's already, it's minus three already. But um, El Rico said. Here you go, Vegas, right here. Okay, El Rico <laughs> said by 13. Okay, all right. Um, That's the money line. <laughs> so, I would I, I would say the Rams have no choice but to win this game. Because of everything that's stacked up for them, like, mm-hmm. the Rams should go to the, NF, the, 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 the Super Bowl. They should be representing the NFC to go mm-hmm. to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But if you ask me to take $100 embedded on the spread, I would highly advise you to kind of wait and see where the public goes with the number, okay? Because it's minus three right now. If it's minus three, I'll take the Rams. If it's minus three and a half, I'll go with the San Francisco 49ers. But remember this, not too long ago, San Francisco 49ers, the bulk of this team, went to the Super Bowl. Like, almost the, set, the same coach, same just about everything. They got a ferocious mm-hmm. defense. They have a ferocious offensive line. They yeah. punch you in the mouth, okay? Mm-hmm. 49ers is the most – like, I've, I've said this even before they matched up with the, the Cowboys. I was like, the, the nobody wants to see the 49ers because they will punch you in the face and they'll run the ball. Like, they – like the dude's name is Devo Samuels. He really represents Devo. He is a running back. He's a wide receiver. Once he catches the ball, he turns into a running back. Like he catches the ball and he's looking for that he'll he'll burn you or he'll drop his shoulders. He's literally like a more dynamic Leonard Fournette. He's, I mean, I'm, I'm I mean, Devo Samuels is probably faster. Uh, and more shiftier. That's why he's a wide receiver. But once he mm-hmm. catches the ball, watch out because he's going to drop his shoulder. Physicality. That's one thing. And the, the the two times that the San Francisco 49ers played the, the, the Rams this year, they out physical them. The first game, they kind of blew them out 30 to 10. You know, mm-hmm. second game, they were up 17 points, the, the Rams. And then what they do. They just took a whole third quarter to get it back together, and then they punched the Rams in the mouth and won. You know what I'm saying? In overtime. Yeah. So well, I'm, I'm just yeah. I'm just not a person that believes in in Jimmy G. I don't believe I don't believe Jimmy G is that guy. Mm. Um, you know, sometimes you know it's always that one person you know that you knew in high school that walked around and you know they thought they was you know like they they had hands right. You look, oh man, I, nobody won't test him. Nobody will test him because like, he got hands. But then as soon as they get in the squabble, you see they ain't got no hands. And to me, Jimmy G ain't got no hands, man. Let's just be honest with you. Mm. I don't think he, I don't think he's a real quarterback. I think he's an imposter walking around <laughs> all right, with an NFL jersey on. I don't see him as a winning quarterback. He's a game manager, all right, that happens to have an amazing offensive line, but he's a check down quarterback that he has some phenomenal wide receivers, a, a, a phenomenal tight end, and make him look good. The dude almost lost his job to a freaking rookie. <laughs> That's hey, all listen. I got to say about that. No, no, listen, listen, listen. I, I'm not, I, how can I put it? I feel like you can win with Jimmy, okay? But you can't win the big game with Jimmy, okay? Mm-hmm. I believe that. This is for the 49ers. They should want, they should not want to go to the Super Bowl because they're going to get embarrassed again. They're going to get Buffalo billed. If they go to the Super Bowl, they're going to lose unless they're, pl- and we'll get to that pick next, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but if the 49ers beat the Rams, all right, mm-hmm. and they get to the Super Bowl, my pick. For the AFC to be representing is is that dude, Mr. Frog, Mr. 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 Andy Reid, Mr. 
Patrick Mahomes, the Cheetah, uh, Kelsey, <laughs> I, the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to don't get twisted with the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, congrats, yeah. you made it to the congrats, you made yeah. it. But this is where it stops for you because I'm expecting Kansas City to beat them about. I'm like whatever the score you think is going to happen for the 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 Rams. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting Kansas City Chiefs to come out there and drop about. 20, at least at least 30 points on them, but but it's going to be a couple touchdowns. I don't think it's going to be close. I don't yeah. think that, I think that the level of intensity, you know what I'm saying? Like Tennessee, I mean, come on. Like, I have more expectations for Tennessee Titans coming from Mike Vrabel, who's my second favorite coach in the yeah. league behind mm-hmm. Mike Tomlin. I expected Tennessee to be Better than they were, but really. they were. They were. Yeah. But it's Tannehill. Tannehill dropped three interceptions. I mean, he threw one on the first drive. Like yeah. Tannehill's the reason why they lost that game. You know what I'm saying? You can um, put it on that, but you got to. I mean, you, we both realize there's people that watch the NFL that the, the NFL is about a, a roll of the dice, and they have been riddled with like, come on, injuries the whole year. Oh yeah. They've no been doubt. a wounded animal the whole year. Like. No the fact that Andrew was a number one seed baffles me. I don't know how that happened. I don't you know. understand how your boy got that contract. Like, I didn't understand. Like, I know, like, okay, you look at quarterbacks, right? I knew, I knew Tennessee had to get a – like, they needed stability at the quarterback position because of the Mariota thing or whatever, yeah. right? But I still didn't understand, like, man, you can make $100 million and just your, fav- your, your best play is hut. Hand it off to the damn guy behind you, the big monster behind you. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's the same thing I just said about Jimmy G. He's a game manager. He's a game manager. Hmm. I mean, at that point when he got that contract, that's all he had to do: turn around and hand it off. You don't look bad if you don't do nothing. <laughs> you what's, don't look bad. Now, what's your thoughts on Stafford? Stafford, uh, I think Stafford um, has shown the world that put in the right system that he can actually be a productive, you know, quarterback in a system. I mean, he's shown that. I think he did that this weekend. He's done that time and time again this year. He had a couple, you know, fumbles here and there, a couple little mess-ups. But Stafford's always been one of the ones that's thrown for 4,500 yards consistently. I mean, putting up TDs. So he's in the right system now. So yeah. I, I see big things coming for Stafford, man. I mean, if he can get to that – when he gets to that Super Bowl this year, when he gets there and he's able to go against Mahomes one-on-one, I said, that's a dream matchup. That's yeah. a dream matchup right there. To see them two teams going at it, uh, weapon for weapon, you know, defense versus that quick offense of the Kansas City Chiefs, I can't wait to see it, man. But Stafford, definitely. All right. Definitely, man, All right. Well, I'm about, you know what? Here we go. Me and you have both lived in L.A., okay? Uh-huh. We lived there. We lived there. We we had some some good times and some yeah. hard times in L.A. Okay? <laughs> yeah, L.A. didn't have a football team when we were there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Super Bowl is in L.A. L.A. is already a a, a distraction conundrum. Hey, think about it. Think about all the noise that's there when it's not an event. So you're gonna mm-hmm. bring the biggest, baddest event in the world. To yeah. yeah, Los Angeles, mm-hmm. L.A. Rams. There's already pr- pressure is on pressure. Oh home, yeah, they're they're at home. They got mm-hmm. an NFC Championship game this weekend against a team that's kind of like beat them six in a row. Okay, they're at home. Mm-hmm. If they do beat the 49ers, they 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 the Super Bowl is in their backyard. And this ain't Tampa, okay? Yeah. Tampa is no L.A. I, you, you live in Florida. You've been to Tampa. I've been to, I've been to Tampa. We live in L.A. Yeah. That Super Bowl, leading up to the Super Bowl, do you understand, like, the media? The, the media won the noise of everybody that somebody is in L.A. Anybody mm-hmm. that is somebody is going to be at that game, okay? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be insane okay mm-hmm. my worry for the rams is 
if they if they manage to beat the 49ers and they get to the Super Bowl, we already know the pressure, the noise, or all that shit when it comes to Super Bowl. It's in your backyard. It ain't like you have to go someplace else and play and then come back home if you lose. If you lose in L.A., do you know what's going to happen to that franchise? Like, getting to the Super like, and that's for both San Francisco and the Rams. And the reason mm-hmm. I say that is because Kansas City is getting to the Super Bowl. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is a disclaimer. They get into the Super Bowl. I don't see them losing back-to-back Super Bowls. So whichever NFC team gets to the Super Bowl and they have to face Kansas City, they're going to take an L. And if it's the 49ers, that will be they, they will they will honestly be the, the Buffalo Bills of the, the new era. You think the 49ers will be the Buffalo Bills? Yeah, because they went there with Colin Kaepernick, lost yeah. or lost, lost that one back in 2012. The brothers, yeah. the Harbaugh's. Then they went there a couple years ago, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Jimmy missed the big throw. You know what I'm saying? Kansas yeah. City got embarrassed last year in the Super Bowl. You don't think that once they get to the Super Bowl, like they've been there three, man, two times before. Like, yeah, well, I, okay, so your pick is Kansas City to win it all, man, but I'm going to go to the complete opposite with you. And you know me, I'm going, I'm rolling with the Rams. I'm rolling with the Rams, man. I think that the, I think, I think the coaching style of uh, Sean McVay, um, the way that he views defense and the way that he utilizes his his playbook, um, is almost how like Andy Reid. Andy Reid loves using his playbook too. Like when you look at both of those coaches, man, they're not afraid to take chances. I mean, just the other week, I seen Odell throw a pass. I, I mean. I mean, saw Kelsey you know, throw a pass too. Yeah, I saw Kelsey throw a pass. I mean, it's going to be a chess match between McVay and Andy Reid uh, with the playbooks. I think, and it's because the talent is almost equal. The talent's almost equal offensively and defensively. Um, so I think it's going to come down to coaching, right decisions. I don't see a blowout. I actually see a tight game coming down to the end. And I'm just old school. Defense wins championships. And the Rams has the better. They had a better defense. So I'm wrong with the Rams. They have the better studs. They have the better stars. But uh, Kansas City, do not sleep on that Kansas City Chiefs defense. They, they, uh, yeah, I ain't going to sleep on them, but the way Josh Allen was. Well, I mean, you take Tyron Matthew out of, like, he's a stud in the secondary, right? Yeah, that's true. Then you, that's and true. then you have uh, Melvin Ingram, who came over. Uh, on that yeah. linebacker, and then you got Chris Jones playing it. Like so, they got they got the same amount of yeah. Studs. They got studs too. They got studs and, too. And, and the Rams' uh, safeties is an issue. They picked up. They dug a guy up. Who who, who they dug a guy was Eric Weddle. Like man, he was yeah he Weddle was, yeah yeah he was fishing. You know what I'm saying? They, you know what I'm saying? So I mean, like don't let Andy Reid know. Like oh, we can throw in the middle of the. Do you know who operates in the middle of the field? Do you know who kills life <laughs> in the middle yeah. of the field? Do we? Do you know who? Like, there's they got two animals. You got Kelsey coming one way; he's gonna eat their asses. Bam, right there in the middle. And then guess what? Tyreek Hill, he can get a little drag, and then what? He's gonna do his little juke move, and then you know that little whatever he does, and stops. You know, <laughs> studies. Yeah, a little joystick, joystick video game move. Ridiculous. But, yeah, I'm picking the Rams, man. I'm rolling with the Rams. You take Kansas City. I guess we'll both uh, put a steak dinner on it or something. We steak dinner because you are coming out to Vegas here. Don't tell yes, me. Yes, I'll be there. Do not say the date because we don't. You know. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we already talked about you know NFL. Um, mm-hmm. I want while we're still kind of talking about sports. Mm-hmm. And I know you're a fan of this show, and I just wanted to get your opinion on something, right? Okay. What is your thoughts on first take? My thoughts on first take. As of lately. As of lately. Um, because honestly, first take, you know, Stephen A. Smith is my boy. That's my that's my brother from another mother. You know, me and him have a a, a you know a lengthy relationship. We go back. Oh New really? Orleans all New Orleans All Star Weekend. Um, you know, we met. Um, 
uh, exchanged a couple words. You know, I said, hey, brother, I like what you're doing. And he was like, I appreciate that, man. And I said, well, keep on pushing. And to me, that was that was a connection that was made at that point between me and Stephen A. Um, but I don't let that blind me from what's going on with is this, one is of this my fact or fiction? Is this fact or fiction? Because I got a fiction. No, it's true. It's true. Like, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. I, I want America to see this because. Oh, Lord. I want America to see this. Let me see. Let me get it clear. I don't know if y'all can see that, America. Oh, Lord. That, oh, Lord. Okay. Look at that. Look at that. See, see I, 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 you, know, I, you know, I'm just saying, you know, I, I know a couple people, you know, here on this amazing podcast with my boy here. But, uh, Did he yeah, hit me with saying. the hip? Are we talking to Steve Harvey over here? <laughs> 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 Yo, I guess. <laughs> no. <laughs> but honestly, man, like I said, I, I feel like the show has definitely took a turn um, for the worse. For the worse, I definitely don't like the way that the whole floor of the show is. But Stephen A, I believe he's gotten a little too much control over the show. And it's allowed the dynamic of a debate to kind of be. Because when Skip was on there, you had someone that actually, he was so far gone left. And Stephen A was kind of the one that was, you know, always, but now it's just like, it's Stephen A versus the world, which you already got a show like that already. Why you got first take? First take will be a debate show. But anybody that challenges you that comes on there, you, you get rid of them. I mean, you know. I love and, Jay Williams. Jay Williams be giving him the business. He be getting JJ Reddick. JJ Reddick, too. I like JJ yeah. Reddick. But, you yeah. know, my problem with it is Molly. Molly is one of them, I think. You know, like, I think yeah. she's on the show for aesthetics purposes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I believe and, that too. Uh, like, I mean, Charlie Arnold, like, she does a, a good job. Like, as that position as a moderator host, you're not you're not supposed to be interrupting Michael Irvin or, or, or the guests. You're supposed to moderate and, you know, like... Granted, put your two cents in here and there, but it's like mm -hmm. you got Mina Kimes that come through there. You got Kimberly Martin. Like you have all these women that come on on the show, so it's not a it's not a woman thing. It's yeah. it's Molly thinks it's her show, like almost yeah. like the way she talks. You know what I'm saying? And it's like she's god awful. I feel like yeah. there's other people. I mean, we watch all different platforms of you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Like we, mm -hmm. Joy Taylor. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a fan of Joy Taylor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm a fan of, you know, um, L. Duncan. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Maria Taylor. Great. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Molly, Molly is just not conducive for what. And I mean, and let's just talk about the elephant in the room, which is Max Kellerman. The yeah. fact that you took Max Kellerman and, and got him off the show, and then you bring his boy on just about every other day. <laughs> To Both debate of with you. Both yeah. of them. I'm like, what's really going on here? Right. Because, uh, you know, Stephen A, I mean, bro, you got a lot of power. Honestly, Stephen A is probably, he's probably, the, he is the new Stuart Scott of ESPN. Like, yeah, he's the sure. face. He's the face. Like, when you say ESPN, you think Stephen A. Yeah, no doubt. You think no Stephen doubt. A. So he has a lot of power, a lot of clout. Um, so to get Max, man, fired, like he, they say he didn't get him fired, but to get him moved to another show, I believe, once again, politics, something going on behind the scenes we didn't know or didn't see. And, um, to, I mean, you didn't change the dynamic of the show. Man, look, You're still look, doing the same thing. You're just doing it worse. Well, look, I'm going to handle ESPN's problems right now because we are, we are producers, okay? Like, a lot of people, like, don't get it twisted, okay? Don't get it twisted. Don't get, don't let the aesthetics fool you. We know what we're talking about when it comes to film productions and all this other stuff, okay? Like, that's, that's just a humble brag, all right? We just, just stay tuned. You Just stay tuned. But if I was running ESPN, okay? Mm -hmm. We keeping uh, uh, Keyshawn, J, J. Will, and mm -hmm. Max early in the morning. Oh, yeah. Keep Even though I up. do miss Mike and Mike. I miss Mike and Mike. We got Get Up with Greenberg. We got Mike Greenberg Green. and Get Up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Great, like I like the collections of people that they have there. Mm -hmm. First take, it first take can be first take, but let somebody else like Stephen A needs to get off of it. Molly, you got to go. 
I would get yeah. somebody like I, I would get like an RC, a Dan Orlowski. They are great. Like RC is yeah. a great sports analyst. Yeah. I like Dan, Dan Orlowski. Orlowski too. Dan, yeah. Dan Orlowski, great. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That, and and it, look, you, you put them two there, add a Charlie, bam. First take, do your thing. Stephen A. Smith, we're gonna move your ass to the afternoon. You can scream in the afternoon when people are ready for it. Your Stephen A's world. Because that's exactly what it is that first take has become. Stephen yeah. A's world. And it shouldn't yeah. be that. It should just yeah. be a format of how they had it. Let him mm-hmm. be the executive producer. Get your ass off the get, go, just go over there and you know, go, go scream in the afternoon. That way you can do your you can do your screaming at the beginning, and then you can kind of segue into the basketball. Because that's where yeah. we are right now. Yeah. But he has to get like that format, it, like you can't get Max off the show and say you want to make a change and then keep Molly. Because Molly, honestly, respectfully, she's she ain't it. She might look good physically on camera, okay? Mm-hmm. But like, like she's equivalent to like if you brought somebody to the barbecue. You, 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 we, we black folk, we black folk, yeah. okay? Yeah. Like yeah. you bring somebody to the barbecue and like they don't know how to talk, they over talking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's Molly. Molly feels like the person at the barbecue that doesn't ne- necessarily know when to shut, you know what? Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't have to shut yeah. up. You know what I'm saying? I um, think, I think the main reason why they can't switch Stephen A off is because of the ratings that, that Skip and Shannon are doing over on FS1. If you, I mean, they're already, let me tell you how smart Skip is. Skip, when he signed that contract to go with FS1, he set his show 30 minutes before first take came on because, A, Stephen A don't want to get up that early anyway to come in to production meetings. And he knows that about him. So he set his show 30 minutes early. So that way he gets all the top stories. So guys like, say, me and you that watch Undisputed and watch first take, we might not necessarily switch over the first take because we like, okay, let's just see what else Skip and Shannon gonna talk about because we already talked, we already heard about that already. And the fact that, that Skip and Shannon have such a great chemistry together. I mean, it's been plenty of days, like I said, I my dear friend is Stephen A. Smith. But it's many a days, bro, where I will sit here and I will watch Undisputed for like an hour before I switch over. Like, okay, let me just see what Stephen A talking about. And I'll switch over and I'm like, okay, Molly's talking. Switch back, and yeah. I go right back to skipping shit. You better man than me because I watch it on YouTube. And so when I when I go and watch uh, Skip and Shannon, I, uh-huh. depending on what the topic is, I'll you know I'll listen to I'll listen to uh, Uncle Shannon. I'll listen to him say Uncle something Shay crazy. Shay. Uncle Shay Shay, <laughs> you know, he'll be he'll hit you with some. Uh, well, my grand my granddad said if you walk cross street and nobody look at you, you might get crossed there. I'm like what? <laughs> He was like, I heard an old man said, if you shut the door, nobody can get in. I'm like, what? Yeah, that's like a Shay Shay. I'll listen to Uncle Shannon Sharp talk, and then one skip, I'll give Skip like a minute, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm done. And then I'll kind of go through that. You know what I'm saying? I find yeah. myself when I'm watching, you know, I don't watch none of these shows live. None of them. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Um, I only catch a couple clips with, you know, ESP, with first take. And again, it's like, even with the topics, okay? Like, all right, like the cowboy trolling, it's not funny, yo. It's not, but it's like, honestly, it's like cowboys are always brought up in every segment. There's always something about the cowboys. And it's like, yeah, I understand. No, they're not. Okay. It's the Patriots. Okay. (laughs) It's the Patriots. The Patriots have, were, were, were America's team. Okay. Because they will yeah. fight, rob, and kill. <laughs> Literally. Um, uh-huh. But let's, let, you know, we can move on. We, you know, I just wanted to get your thoughts on on that. Um, okay. Bob Saget, you want to talk about Bob Saget? Oh, yeah, man. Let's talk about Full House, man. Because everywhere you look. Everywhere. You know, I saw the house. I saw the house, bro. Oh, yeah. You've been to, you've been to um, San Fran. Yeah, I saw the house. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, like, how was it, man? Did you go by and go like, oh snap? I was just like, oh. I was like, where, uh, like, where's Michelle? Where, where's Michelle? I want to see this little golden retriever. I want to see if it's still living. You know? Yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. That was a long no, time ago, bro. It was a long time ago. No, <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
it's crazy that it's not getting. I mean, it's it's gotten a little bit of pub, but it's not like mm-hmm. it's kind of like like somebody passed gas, kind of like smelled it, and it just kind of went on. Well, I'll put it like this: the reason why I really want to talk about Bob Saget is because I want to talk to you to see if you can rank your top five fathers on television of all time. Okay. Uh, top five fathers. Uh-huh. Does Bob Saget make the cut? Uh, are we just talking about on TV or are we talking about... TV. TV. Are we talking about TV? Television fathers. Television fathers. Uncle Phil. And I, no, no particular order. She's going to say five. Okay, five. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uncle Phil. Yeah, Uncle Phil. I'm putting him on the spot right now, you guys. Put him on the spot. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> I'm throwing this out at like. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I got one for you. I got one for you. Uh, okay. Okay. So I'll say Uncle Phil. Mm-hmm. I will say. You got to say Bill Cosby, man. Like, you got to say. You, you can't not say. Yeah, you got to. You, you got, got to. to. You know you what I mean? Okay. Um, very influential over a lot of my generation. I mean, in your generation, very influential over our episode. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Carl Winslow. There you go. I was waiting to see if you were going to say him. Yeah, Carl yeah, Winslow. No, yeah, Carl, yeah, yeah, Carl Winslow. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you kind of, you got to say Bob Saget. You have to say Bob Saget. There you go. Uh, and my last one, I would probably mm-hmm. have to say, and this is going to throw you, buddy, bro. Okay. Anthony Anderson. Ding, 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 ding. There you go. You got it. You got it. I was wondering if you're going to say that because, hey, blackish? Yeah. Yeah. He's taking the father role to a whole nother level. So definitely Anthony Anderson. I give you that 100%. The only person that I think deserves an honorable mention on that list, Mr. Bernie Mac. I was, oh, bro. That's why, and listen. I was I was mauling over that, bro. I was like, Bernie Mac, yo. But yeah. I, I was say I was like I thought about Bernie Mac. Nestle, Nestle, <laughs> Jordan, Jordan. <laughs> hey, yeah, I remember yeah. I watched that first season when I was up in the desert, and I was yeah. I was so mad because it was like, man, I got and it was an old school like with the the CD disc. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I got the first season, and I wasn't able yeah. to watch the other season. Um. I, you know what? I'll be lying though. I'll be lying though. I, like I, I would almost, I'd almost take out of that five that we named. Mm-hmm. I would almost take out Bob Saget for this one, this one individual. Ready for it? Go ahead. Fred. 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 Sanford. Fred Sanford. <laughs> Oh, you mean like wrong. just a role model father? Yeah, we like honorable mention, but man, he told Esther, he said, I want to stick your face in cookie dough and make gorilla cookies. Bro. <laughs> I mean, he was funny, but he wasn't, he wasn't like when we say fathers, you know, you gotta throw names out, like you just said, you know, Bob yeah, Staggy, yeah, you yeah. know, uh Bernie Mac guys like that, man. Yeah, but that's why I want to talk about Bob Saget, man. Shout out to Bob Saget, his family, man. You know, yeah, RP, rest, rest in heaven to yeah, him. Yeah, rest in rest um, heaven. And much love to him and the whole full house of family and everything. So, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, while we on films, okay, mm-hmm. you just watched, we, we just watched Ozark. And you texted me earlier today. Mm-hmm. You said it's mm-hmm. the best show ever. Could you explain to me? And listen, listen. If you haven't watched the show by now, your fault. Because we are about to we we're about to explode this thing. We are what is it? Uh, 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 spoiler alert! Just so you know, yeah. let's talk. Yeah. Let's talk. Yeah, man. Look here. Um, when you talk about writing and you talk about plots, it gets no better than this show, man. You know there was a formula that was put out. Um, through Game of Thrones and through Walking Dead, that lost its way towards the end, and through the you know through the seasons, seasons went on progress. The thing about Ozark is that 
we all realize in Game of Thrones and Walking Dead that anybody can get it. Anybody can get it. Anytime. Nobody would say, you You just, you know, you when you watch a show, you always got that hope like, dang, I hope that person right there don't die. I know they can't kill them. And then, yeah. I love it, bro. I love it. Man. I love it. Because you, you're going like, hold up, man. Hold up. You just can't do, bam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Ozark, one of the best written shows, man, that I personally have ever seen. Breaking Bad is another one that was that was on that same level, too. But from what I have just seen from part one of Ozark, the final it, it ranks up there, bro. It's, it's, it's up there. It's number one. It's number one. I can't refute it. I cannot argue. I cannot. It's just. Oh, okay. Well, listen. I, I already said that Breaking Bad, from what, from what I watched, mm-hmm. I, told, I told you it had cracked into my top five. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, since we're doing this top five, mm-hmm. you're going to have to tell me your top five movies, I mean, TV shows, before I put my thoughts on Ozark. Okay, top five TV shows. Uh, any order? It don't have to be. Any order. Any order. Any okay, order. All right. So here's my five in no particular order. Uh, definitely Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, Breaking Bad, Orange is the New Black, Ozark. Mm. Okay. Okay. I'm going to take three of those. Mm-hmm. Um, Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, which mm-hmm. was number one. Fell from yeah. grace. Is down yes, it did. It's down. It's that. Is it? It's number five, regardless. <laughs> um, Breaking Bad was number one. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, Ozark. The way that they, if they end this month, they, when they ended the way that they ended, will let yeah. me know where it falls. Breaking Bad is number one. Game of Thrones is five. Um, mm-hmm. This is my. We talking my favorite. Uh, the Shield is in there. The Shield is number two. Okay. Uh, that was a great. That was a great show. You watched the Shield, right? No, I've never seen the Shield. Everybody keeps telling me I got to watch it. I've never seen. It. Bro, it's almost like Kirby enthusiasm. I keep wanting to watch it. I just haven't had a chance to watch it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. For sure. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we got Breaking Bad, The Shield. I said Game of Thrones, Ozark, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that number one. I mean that that the other spot. Okay. Mm-hmm. That other spot may just be because I am a homer when it comes to this. Like, mm-hmm. entourage. Well, see, I don't consider that, uh, I consider it a dramedy, but I don't put it in the same category as uh, the Ozarks and the uh, Oranges and New Blacks. Like, I don't put it in that category. Okay. I, I put that saying. more in like okay, entourage, ballers, you know. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Well, okay. Yeah. We'll take that out. Yeah. yeah. We'll take that out. There's a show that is in my top five right now. Oh. It it might it might be Ray Donovan, depending on how they end yeah, it. Yeah, you always say that show was good. So Yeah. Walking Dead was in my top five. It fell from grace. Orange is New Black wasn't there. Orange is New Black is in my top ten. Mm-hmm. Um, so in my top, t- my top, my so my bottom five, I would say Orange is Orange is the New Black. I mm-hmm. would say there's a this new show uh, that's that's creeped in there. Succession. Have you know, you I've seen this? it. You haven't seen, seen it? it? No, I mean, I mean, I've seen the um, clip for it or whatever. Yeah, but I haven't watched it. Yet. Excellent, excellent. Mm-hmm. It's excellent. I, like, yeah, I'm on season two right now. Excellent show. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but 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 we, we just do the, the top five. So yeah, Ozark is in my top five, and I need to see how they end this thing. How they yeah. end it will let me know if it's number one or not. Well, it's right me. now, currently constructed as we speak, Ozark is Uno. Woo! That last. Hey, listen. I mean, we could talk about it. We can talk yeah. about it a little bit. I mean, man, that lad, bro. I mean, Darlene just said that. I did, man, me and my wife were just like, are you? And then when they shot Wyatt, yeah, 
when he shot Wyatt, I was like, okay, maybe he's gonna kill Darlene and, and leave Wyatt and be like, all right, don't this happen again. He blew him straight through the brains, bro. Oh my, Oof. yes sir. So yeah, yes, that, sir. that was like when I saw that, I was like, ooh. And then how the yeah. guy was kind of flirting with. I mean, I don't know how they're gonna end this, man. Like, I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna end it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't not know. I know. I, I, listen, I who was know. with the van flipping over? Like, like I figured they would answer that question um, at some point before. You know you what know. the van flipping over was? Who was it? Um, and I mean, I thought about that too. And then once I finished watching the episode, I was like, oh, the van flipping over was them getting out the thought of Helen getting her her brains blew out. You remember the last. The last beat in uh, season three, yeah, it was season three or season four when she got her three. brains blown out and like wow. the, that that got the fragments of her brain and her head got on to them and so they visualized them having a car wreck as opposed to them. Oh, I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, that's how I got that. Okay, okay. I thought maybe it was a flash forward moment, and then now they're just reliving the season to catch up with, like, okay, this is what's going to happen, like, to lead up to that point. So that was, like, a flash forward. That's what I thought. Man, I was wrong then. I mean, I was No, they thought that, 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 like, they thought of that, like, because I, I, I was like, it, I was like, wait a minute. But it was more of a, like, they want to get their thoughts off of the fact that they just saw somebody's head getting blown off. So they, yeah. it was kind of more so, like, just changing the palette of their 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 mindset. And then, you remember, they had to walk out and be normal in front of all these people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. let me see. But yeah, I, 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 like, I agree. Like, uh, you want to talk about the state of females in, in hip-hop today? Yeah, we, we got enough time, man. I know we ran a little short on time. Well, we got enough time. Well, listen, all right. Well, I'll let you pick, all right? We got, mm-hmm. we got state of females in hip-hop today. That's one. We got, uh, what does Lakers have to do in order to succeed? Um, uh, <laughs> one that I wanted to throw at you was who are the kingmakers in the black community? I like that. Let's go with that. Let's go with that as our final one. Let's go let's, with that. Let's, let's talk about yeah. it. Let's yeah, talk about the other two topics. Uh, you can always talk about that. We, we're doing uh, this again in a couple days. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, like, we'll say, we'll say they're going to get used to this. They like, this is something we're going to be doing twice a week. Like, there you go. There you go. Keep feeding. We're going to feed them. We're going to feed them. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to feed them. Um, I would say the kingmakers, man. In fact, you know what? I'm going to let you lead this one off. I'll piggyback off of you on this one. Okay. Now, when I when we talk about kingmakers, I mean, kingmakers, like, in our in our industry, we in film and television, okay? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. what we met at L.A. Film School, all right? Mm-hmm. You look at a, a Scorsese, mm-hmm. Scorsese, or however you, however you say it. Mm-hmm. He's a kingmaker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Think about if he touches a film, like the people in the film are gonna, you know. Um, is Tyler Perry a, 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 is Tyler Perry a kingmaker? Because I'm, I, I'll hit, I'll frame it a little bit better. All right, so you got Will Packer. Had there not mm-hmm. been for Will Packer, we would not. We knew who Kevin Hart was before, but Kevin Hart was put in Think Like a Man. Will Packer set that up. Mm-hmm. And then you've seen what Kevin Hart has been doing ever since then. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's a kingmaker, all right? Yeah. Tyler Perry is a kingmaker, but can you name any directors, any writers that have came from Tyler Perry? Can you name I any? Can't, man. There, there is. There is none. I mean, not none that I can think of uh, off the top of my head. So I would consider, don't get wrong, Tyler Perry has opened... Um, He's opened the door for a lot of um, people to walk through, but he hasn't made them bosses. He hasn't created any bosses. So when I hear the question posed to me, name the kingmakers in our industry, you know, uh, just an industry in general, I think of people like Jay-Z. You know, Jay created Kanye. You know what I mean? He gave him that stamp, like, hey, boom. Here you go. This is the guy. You know, um, I look at people like for sure. I look at people like Dr. Dre. 
Kingmaker. Dr. Dre is a kingmaker because without Dr. Dre, we never would have got Eminem, which we never would have got 50 Cent. He picked them guys and said, hey, oh, boom, boom, boom. Oh, love, you forgetting about Snoop D.O. Double? Oh, yeah, Snoop D.O. Double, yeah. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, that whole, like, yes. I mean, yeah. yeah. Dr. Yeah. Dre, for so, sure. We wouldn't have Kendrick Lamar. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that whole that whole thing, man. I mean, so when I, when I hear the word kingmaker, I think of people that have created other bosses and not just sits on their throne and, okay, I've got a studio and I'm putting out projects. But yet, has any of those actors, has any of those people that's been on those sets, have they done anything fruitful in the industry to create other lanes? Because I can come work as an actor for you all day, but if I can't learn from you and eventually become you and succeed you, then you haven't done your job as a leader. If all I'm going to do is sit up under you the whole time and keep putting out Medea runs (laughs) and that's it. And these little BAM characters, yeah, you're not creating kings, so what you can't culture. be a king. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So he's, um, like I said, Jay Z. Uh, uh, I'm, gl- uh, I'm so thankful he got in this industry, bro. Yeah, like, I'm so thankful yeah. he got in it. And then, even though, even though you know, I do have my problems with him. This guy, nobody named Nick. Um, I do give credit outside of um of the basketball world. LeBron James is another one. LeBron Didn't James is creating kings now. That's what he's doing. You know, I mean, guys like Shout out him, to LeBron James. I'm not giving him. I'm just telling I'm just saying what he does. <laughs> you know, he he's he's take, a Miami Heat fan. Just so you know. He's a, they don't take no, I ain't gonna, I'm not going to show up there. Anyway. He's a Miami Heat fan. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, to me, the kingmakers are, are those guys like, um, you know, um, and even, even, man, you could say Oprah created Tyler Perry. I, don't, I wouldn't say she took. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take it that far. If she I, did not stamp, if she did not stamp and endorse him, there would be no Tyler Perry. He would still be doing dime a dozen plays in Atlanta, Augusta, Georgia. No doubt. No he, doubt. he wouldn't have blew like he did. Oprah came as a queen and said, "Hey, all my minions, y'all follow him." Yeah. This man, and then King. That's what he became and started doing. What he was doing. Right. But he never reciprocated. And turn the next one. Because that's what you're supposed to do. But me and you always say, hey, bro, if I kick through the door first, what are we supposed to do? Turn around and reach out and get the next one. Come on, man. You I got are you. not a boss until you create a boss. You feel what I'm saying? Like you have people work for you. And, and, and like, like again, like honestly, bro, like this whole writing thing, that like, like being able to like even think that you can get in this industry coming from a kid mm-hmm. from Arkansas. I didn't think that that was possible. I didn't think that that was yeah. something that you I didn't even know that was a job. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, you get out of the military and then it's like you try to find yourself. You know, like I got out of the military and I was trying to find myself and I found like I've been I've been talking trash my whole life. I've been doing yeah. I was born doing this, bro. I, <laughs> like you met me in the middle of me talking shit. That's just, yeah. you know, like, yeah. But being able to take that and put it on paper and like construct a story, visualize a story or whatever. Like at the end of the day, bro, I'm not trying. I don't care to be it. Uh, like a like this person that wrote all of these amazing. I want to write amazing things, but I also want to produce dope shit. I want to put other people on, vice versa. I know you want to do the same thing. It's like oh, when yeah. you get put in a position, you're not supposed to work like that. You're supposed to put yeah. other people on. Like that's yeah. how Walt did. Walt, you think Walt Disney is still writing Lion King right now? Hey, like, no. come on, man. You think Scorsese hey, no. is is writing TV shows like that? You know what I'm saying? Like you're supposed yeah. to create, you're supposed to create and put other people on. Like that's mm-hmm. why it, and, and I don't know if it's I don't know what that is, bro. I don't know why we don't do that in our in our community. Like, like you think about it. Like, you think about this, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not gonna hold the church long, right? But I just wanna, I just want you to understand. Like you think about other cultures. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like who did who do they say run Hollywood? Jews. Okay. Jewish mm-hmm. people, right? Like mm-hmm. they work together, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We 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 in Hollywood, not Hollywood. We in we like there's a black Hollywood in Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like bro, you know why aren't there more, you know, writers and directors and 
You know what I mean? Like, and like, granted, like we we like we grew up not grew up, but we like we kind of blossomed in L.A. We was around a, a lot of writers and directors. We know how tough it is, but it's yeah. just like man, you kind of expect a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I say, much respect to him or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's just like, bro, where your king? Where, where, where your kings? Where, where are these people that you yeah. like? You've been in, you've been doing this for a very, very long time. Like, where's your, where's your coaching tree? Like, you look at, looking at, at, like you look at sports. You look at Andy Reid. Look at all the people who came from under Andy Reid and are like their own bosses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, we could do it. Will Will Packer? You can see the people that he's working with. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I'm sure he has a team or whatever. I like Will Packer. Uh, yeah. I respect I respect all of them. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's like we can't complain about something that, you know what I'm saying, that we got to put other people on. We have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not yeah. going to, like, like, bro, if I'm running a studio right now, okay, and I got 20 projects, I'm not going to be sitting around. Like, I might have one that I'm working on, but I'm not going to be writing 20. Like, nobody wants to hear 20-something projects at the same time from you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you don't have the mental capacity or the creativity. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be the same person, same story in every single yeah. one of them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I want I want us, I, like, I want us to have a company to where you producing something. I'm producing something. Anybody else go. that's working with us, they all are working on an individual product, right? And it's like, yeah. like, like, you, you already know what I'm working with. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm-hmm. I want to be in, like I want to control it, write that, and you know what I'm saying. Like I, I want to be able to control it, write it, and focus on that as opposed to worrying about this and worrying about that and understanding. Like it, it, it can't happen like that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So okay. we got to yeah. get out of this in our community. We have to get out of this uh, wanting to be the man. Everybody wants to be mm-hmm. the man or the woman. Everybody wants to be the boss. Like. Some of y'all ain't bosses, okay? Some of y'all need to just grab one of them, grab, grab some tambourines and start clapping them, uh, bang on some drums or pick up some yeah. paper or something. You got to find your, you got to find what it is that you are, that it's a teamwork. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, everybody can't be Mike. Everybody can't be Beyonce, you know? <laughs> somebody somebody need to play them damn drums, okay? Yeah. Get your ass over there and play the drums. Play that guitar. Somebody, like, in order to make a a beat, like, we all have to be working individually together. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, it's not all about, because if if one shine, we all shine. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We just got to get out of that mentality, bro. But Got to. Got to, man. Got to. Well, this is where it starts right here, man, by having discussions like this. No doubt. Uh, you know, two men sitting down talking, man, about maybe bringing some change and doing some things a little differently from our perspective, our point of view. So I'm loving it. Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, listen, this is this is the beginning. And I mean, again, oh, yeah. you know, like our next episode, they're coming. They're coming. Um, but El Rico, this was fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to pick this up in a couple of days once we get once, you know. But I, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. I'm your boy Torthel, and that that there right there, the notorious manager of the year, El Rico. El Rico Deville, everyone. <laughs> All right.